Welcome to Speaks Loud Than Words, episode 10. I am your host, Dave Reed. Today we had Murray James take the seat and answer questions. I think you're going to find this interview pretty passionate and uh, really energetic about the whole subject. I think you're going to enjoy this one. Don't forget you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Warner Chapel UK and on our Twitter as well at Warner underscore Chapel. Chapel spelled C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. Well, thank you so much for coming in and speaking with us. Oh, my pleasure. Today. We hope it's a good. Hope it'll be a good time for you. Well, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. See. <laughs> well, often, Don't know what the questions are. Yet, well, yeah, so. that's true. We often find we speak to people and they realise something about songwriting themselves they didn't technically know yeah. themselves. Just I think. Yeah, themselves. no, I totally agree with that because I mean, for so long I've kind of just been writing by myself, and you, you kind of don't really talk about it that much. And mm-hmm. and um, unless someone actually asks you the question, it's not really something you really talk about very often so hopefully we'll get some good opinions and Uh, stuff from you so we're just going to jump right into it before you could choose music yourself what were your parents or your siblings listening to that you just kind of absorbed sure well I mean I I was brought up in a lot of Motown Uh Uh, my mum listened to a lot of sort of you know like Marvin Gaye and and Stevie and stuff a lot of stacks kind of like Otis Redding and Wilson Pickett and all that kind of stuff and then no so I mean my mum was a big fan of, of Marvin Gaye uh, and Stevie Wonder and stuff, and then my, you know, my dad listened to a lot of Otis Redding, and um, there was there was one CD that kind of hit me, uh, I guess harder. It was it was called like the Summer of Love. And I think it just had all of these kind of all the sort of San Francisco, some like Scott McKenzie and Mamas and Papas and and um, and the Birds and all that. So it's kind of had two sort of different aspects of it. Yeah. And then um, I don't even remember what my sister was listening to. I think that was kind of nineties stuff. Is she older or younger? Uh, old, yeah, she's she's like thirty. I'll, I'll, I'll lie she's 29 yeah uh, <laughs> but um, I, mean, I think she was listening to sort of a lot of 90s stuff which kind of passed me by so um, uh-huh. I was kind of more into the older stuff from okay. from a young age really cool I think we'll probably come back to that in a bit but so moving on from there what music did you start to choose to listen to what perhaps were your first records that you bought um, I mean when I yeah, I mean when I first like you know everyone buys absolute nonsense when I was sort of 13 well most people I bought I yeah bought horrible pop records um i forget what it was it was some dj or something but it was it was awful but um but eventually kind of moved on <coughs> i used to play uh, basketball a lot and so i listened so i listened to quite a lot of hip-hop mm-hmm. when i was um when i was sort of i guess like 13 and and then um and it was weird because i sort of obviously you know you grew up with with, with the soul music that i that i grew up with my parents and suddenly I kind of rediscovered it for myself you know at sort of 16 17 and suddenly i was like oh man i really i really love this mm. and then um and I kind of I listened to a lot of uh, sort of American stuff, but um, I, when I first started, it was yeah, awful pop records. But at the same time, it kind of does teach you, you know, um, the structure of songwriting, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. And that in that area, you obviously you started getting into music production itself, learning to learn instruments. What instruments did you first pick up? Uh, well, for me, it's always, it's been really bizarre because I played guitar since I was eleven, but music didn't really grab me. Mm-hmm. I was I was I sort of. <laughs> I mean, I started learning uh, guitar just by tabs and learned them upside down. So I was basically convinced every tab was wrong uh, until I realised I was obviously wrong. And so yeah, I was <laughs> just, really I was good. just, I was, I was a terrible guitar player from the word go, really. <laughs> but um, and a bit bizarrely, it was songwriting that sort of that got me. Um, and my uncle uh, just played me a Coldplay record, I think it was. I can't remember what song it was, and just kind of showed me like the, the simplicity and structure of <clears throat> of songwriting. And suddenly I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. Because um, I, you know, I always loved English and and love love words, and mm. that's I, I sort of see myself coming more from from that perspective rather than the sort of the musician side, yeah. which you know I played guitar almost by luck. I was like, oh yeah, I, I will 
I know I know some chords on guitar. I'll, I'll mess around with them. Mm. So yeah, I mean that's I think. I think you know I've, I've worked with some of the best musicians in the world, but and you know, but and some musicians you know they writing it. Right, I think there was a definite separation between being a musician and being a songwriter, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was. Do that you was find me. you learn instruments enough to basically write a song on them, more than really get technical? Yeah, with I mean, for for especially uh, last year and the year before when my my record was made, I was based. I just became obsessed with trying to become a better musician because suddenly, anyway, it, it definitely is the case that, you know. As you as you become a better musician, it probably you know it aids you in songwriting, and you sort of go, oh well, I know to go to that chord. But I think there's also something to be said for, you know, I'm almost glad that I'm not technically or classically trained because <clears throat> a lot of times, you know, you, you hear a chord and you think, you know, if you spend long enough on a guitar or whatever, you'll find it. And I think if if I think you can, you know, it's almost songwriting by by rules if you have um, too much knowledge. Saying that, I've worked with like Nikki uh, Holland, who I wrote a lot of my uh, written a lot of songs with. She's an absolute like musical genius, and mm. sometimes she goes to chords. I'm, I, and she describes them to me. I, I have no idea. Mm. I can't. Like, I need two hands to play them. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm probably lying. I probably wish I was technically gifted, but mm. I'm not. <laughs> oh. And so, can you remember those first songs that you were writing? What what age were you? Did you start writing songs? I think the first song I wrote was I think like either 15 or 16, mm-hmm. um, and it was absolutely awful. Um, obviously, the first the first songs first songs I wrote um, I mean the first one sort of had a, a bit of vague promise but it you know it sort of was like 10 minutes long and just like the <laughs> most like de- oh just like oh you know stop whinging do you but, have um, a copy of it like I hope not I hope, hope not, not. No, I, I did everything in my power to destroy just destroy it but um, I'm sure I'm sure my mum's got it somewhere oh. Oh, it's awful so but, what um, was it about can you remember what you were uh, writing about yeah it was cool it was cool <laughs> it was called Perfect actually and it was uh, <laughs> it was written about um a sort of girlfriend, if you can call it that, yeah. at the time, and um, yeah, you know, just it motivated really you to to get yeah, songwriting yeah, yeah, totally, basically. yeah, that's where no, it started. Really cheesy, awful songwriting, mm. but um, but you know, it was a start, you know, mm. and uh, it kind of got got me the bug, and, and that that song actually had a lot more promise than the next five songs that I wrote after that were were even worse. So and um, and I was kind of sending them off after my uncle, kind of going, oh, you know, are these you know, is this any is this any good? And he's like, no, basically. And I, I couldn't figure it out, and it kind of became this kind of love-hate relationship with songwriting, and mm. it was just like, oh, I just I want you know, it's, it's that kind of endless search for for whatever it is that you know, that makes yeah exactly yeah <laughs> which you know and, and and then from then you know you start learning more about song structure mm. and, and chords and what you can do and and then you go back and listen listen to records. Mm. Do you find you still have that kind of struggle with that love-hate relationship? Sometimes? Oh God, yeah, yeah, even more so. Every yeah, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, much more so now because it's you know there's so much more at stake. You know, oh, yeah. I'm not a 16 year old kid anymore. Mm. Um, and it's and for me, songwriting's become. You know, at the time it was kind of just a hobby, and and that's. I actually th- think that's kind of how it should should be. I mean, um, for me, the fact that it's now my job, uh, sometimes puts kind of undue pressure on it because. And I think that that's what drove me to make a record that you know I, I wasn't proud of at all, you know. And it's um, pressure for me now going back. It's like well, you know, it's 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 so important to to, to keep the, your your passion in songwriting because it's so easy for it to go, you know. And and, mm. and, you, and you succumb to the whole oh we need a hit we need we need we need, we need to get on radio and whatever. And I think mm. so for me I kind of had to go. I, I sort of saw myself and I looked looked back and I was like well I used to really love this when I was sixteen. I mean I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but that was kind of the great thing about it it was just fun it was discovering you know music and, and things mm. so I can imagine that's quite exhausting that kind of pressure 
and it must be hard to yeah do definitely it. I mean you know, I'm sort of very from the question but I mean yeah I think the, the pressure is you know inevitably that there's going to be pressure it's it's a business it's yeah. you know mm. people need to sell records but I think um so it's it's nicer sometimes just trying to forget and just write for for fun just because yeah. you, because you or not even for fun because for me writing and it's like and I, I need to sometimes I wish I'd never picked up a guitar I really do like I mm. sometimes despise music with every single bit of passion in my body I probably wow. shouldn't say that but um but it's true but then at the same time you know I I can't turn my back on it I've tried so many times to just wish like oh I'm not really a musician I'm not a singer songwriter and um you know but my my sort of my love and my passion for it aren't going away however hard I sometimes try That's and it's but it's you know it's I mean I, I yeah genuinely did that last year um when I sort of left oh I'll come back to that later but um yeah I think you know, your passion is always and it's not something it's a necessity to write you mm. know sometimes a song has to be written because it's it's an outlet it's it's it needs to be written and that's kind of for me that's going back to what you know although that that song perfect although you know it wasn't you know it was a very early um song in my career but it was at least real you know it was at least came from an authentic place of of emotions that i was feeling or the be it 16 or something sure. which it's kind of funny now but yeah mm-hmm. so moving on from that 15 16 year old stage what kind of happened next in <coughs> yeah well, i mean basically i sort of i mean i've obviously doing my a levels at school um and i was uh, a bit of a weird child i sort of yeah loved loved school and working a lot I, yeah far too much i, I think i wrote 20,000 words on the osmosis of a potato I don't know why anyone would write that much on other potatoes, but um, yeah, that happened. So, <laughs> um, so but, but you know, I sort of was in this this very much this kind of private school bubble, you okay. know, and I sort of it was all very much like you know, learn all you can and and then and then and then go to uni and be a doctor or a lawyer and find success and you know that's it, and um, you yeah, know which is which is great and that's all very well, but I always thought there was something more, and I thought I was always very closed off to this sort of creative side in me, and um, because all I ever wanted to do was be a pilot like my dad, that was that was my whole thing. And then, um, then yeah, bizarre. This kind of creative side was coming out. I mean, I was like, "What's this? I'm not. This isn't me. I don't even, you know, music. I don't even like music." And so it was kind of. It was almost like you know, it sort of found me. So, so from sixty when I wrote that first song, I kind of got the bug and continued to to, to write and to to try and mm. learn more about it. And um, you know, eventually it kind of progressed. My voice started to develop in a different way. I think when I first started, I sort of sounded like a you know like a choir boy, and uh, now it's obviously fairly different. So yeah, you um, have your kind of character I guess in your yeah, case, yeah yeah but you know that I mean, you know, I mean vocal vocal development is a is a whole other thing mm. um completely separate to, to songwriting mm. uh, well not separate I mean you know, they go hand in hand but I mean for me it's there's been a sort of songwriting journey and a, and a vocal journey which is sort of mm. obviously go together but okay and so obviously st- things started taking off for you at a certain age what age was that uh so yeah so from 16 uh, i was writing through my levels and then um and then basically at 17 i think i was only up for sick i did some i did some demos uh, with a guy called steve laroni who's a producer who uh i think um i think he did some, he did some like bon jovi records or something I mean, he's, he, he was a really cool guy mm. um you know it was my first experience of london you know as i said like that i sort of went from that kind of bubble suddenly to i had no knowledge of the music industry or that it you know it's just you know i think a lot of when, when kids grow up they sort of see it as this almost other world it's like oh it's just it's too amazing and all this kind of thing and obviously at the time you know it, it seems that way and so coming mean, we were i think we did it in strong room studios and i think uh like polydor put up the money for it uh, so i had some when i was 17 went in saw um i forget the name i think he's running something else now but um and then we saw corda marshall as well who was warning running warner brothers and um yeah they were they were amazingly i was sort of we had these meetings and I was like and you know it was obviously so so early but 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 Corda was like 
wow, this is this is great. And I, I couldn't, I was like, what, really? And, you know, then we started, started recording and, you know, I was sort of t taking time out of school. And I was like, this is, suddenly I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This, mm -hmm. I didn't, this is a whole other world of, you know, and, um, you know, real people. And, and it, was, it, was, it was great. Hmm. So, so, yeah, so we started recording those demos. And then it basically was, you know, so far, far, far too early. But I had no idea of the kind of artistic progression that I yeah. had ahead of me. Um, so basically I left left school and um, came straight to London, like literally that, that afternoon. At 18? Uh, 18, yeah. yeah. And uh, did the whole, you know, sleeping on people's floors and that whole thing. And we, we started talking uh, to Jane um, that, that worked at, at Warner Chapel. Mm. And, um, you know, it was kind of this whole like, oh, yeah, yeah there's promise in it. It was when I listened back to what I was writing then, you know, it was it was it was so premature. And um, but, you know, it was but it was it was great, you know, that someone was taking um, an interest in it at that stage. So I uh, basically just sort of got into the whole kind of co-writing circuit, really, mm. um, from from there. And then after a year or so of, of sort of discovering, um, you know, trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do you know it, it, you, you just have no idea I remember I remember coming in from a meeting and people sort of saying well at 18 what are you going to write about you have no real idea uh, and and it's true because it's like you know I'm not I'm not saying that 18 year olds you know can't write great songs they obviously can but I'm mm -hmm. you know it's it's from what out from what I've learned which you know I, I don't I can't really summarize it quickly but but it's you know it's, it's just it's just life you go through it and you, and you think wow songwriting I sort of got a I think I know roughly what it is, you know, yeah. <laughs> or not. I don't know. I mean, so eventually signed to Warner's um, about a year after. Um, I don't even remember that year to be honest. I mean, I think it was it was obviously you know it's that kind of year when everyone goes on their gap year and does stupid things. And I'm sure I did a lot. I just can't remember a thing, which is probably a good sign. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, eventually signed to Warner's, and then that was kind of the start. Then I saw I was in in the industry, I guess. Mm. So all of that you, you're talking about you're influenced by like the Motown and things <clears throat> yeah do you find yourself being influenced by that music even today or because you said that you took some stuff away from it that it really touched you yeah I mean it's, it's, my story's kind of weird because when I first I knew I saw I, I'd obviously grown up with that music but it wasn't I didn't sort of rediscover it or, or not rediscover it but like take it on from an inspirational point as an artist until I was sort of 18, 19 because when I first started playing, I was listening, you know, I was obsessed with kind of like, you know, it's almost like American sort of singer-songwriter pop me. I, was, I can't even remember who I was listening to, but that kind of, you know, that sort of, there's like a called like Teddy Geiger or something who I actually met in New York recently, but a bunch of these kind of like young singer-songwriters that were sort of, you know, that kind of just, you know, huge chorus, kind of, you know, big crunchy guitars, all that kind of stuff. That's what, that's what bizarrely kind of got me into to songwriting. Mm. And then once I sort of started to fall out of love with that kind of, I said, you know, just pop music. I, I started to to find, okay, well, okay, this is music now. I like, rediscover what I actually love, and then that's when I then went back to Motown and Sax, and I was like, oh my god, these these songs, and then, and then you, you know, you start you listen to, to a vocal by Otis Redding and Marvin Gaye, and you know, it's like I want to sing like that. Obviously, who wouldn't want to yeah, sing yeah. like that? And then, um, so 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 in terms of in, sort of vocal development, it it was, and then this this kind of rasp started to come to my voice. Which at the start kind of scared me. I was like, "Oh man, maybe I'm over singing. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm sure. doing something bad. I'm getting nodules or something." And um, I guess that was kind of the start of of my voice starting to develop into the way that it is now. Oh, um, but I think definitely taking ownership of like of those singers and moving away with something like, "Okay, I want to 
just the emotion that they put in their voices is that, that, that those guys sang with was, was unreal. I mean, mm. but they were they were you know they had the experience in which to do that. I mean, I was I was kind of mimicking it without the sort of the emotional capability of of being able to sing like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And would you say powerful voices? are something that's very important to you when you hear a song and you're like that's a great song because yeah. the, 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 something that attracts you is the powerful voice yeah. and the, the emotional side of the voice and that's kind of I mean now where I'm at in my career that's kind of all that matters you're thinking about your voice a lot more yeah no I mean I'm now I'm not thinking about my voice okay. at all I'm, you were I, well, oh god oh. I was I overanalyzed it <laughs> to the point of insanity I mean you know at that time all I wanted was a record deal and all I wanted you know I sort of became so obsessed with getting this you know this record deal that um I kind of forgot what I was really aiming for, hmm. um, or I didn't even know what I was aiming for. I think I was just I was sort of like, well, I've started this, and and you know, to get to where these people are, I um, need a record deal. So I will do everything I can to get this record deal. So I need to make my voice, as you know, it was all this trying to, you know, it was the start of the nightmare of trying to, um, you know, kind of fold myself into any shape that a record label hmm. would want, you know, hmm. and that was. Um, yeah, it was a mistake that I had to make, and and I've made it. Learned it. Learned yeah, definitely. It. I've, yeah, yeah learned learned a lot. Hopefully, mm. I don't, I'm not sure what. But yeah. uh-huh. And so, say, say you're just in a, like, I don't know, you're you're in the car or you're in a random place, and you hear a song that you've never heard before, mm. and you kind of like you turn your head, you notice it. What is, what is it about that song? What is important to you, when you hear a song? You think, oh, that's a great song. What makes a great song for you? Um. I think in all honesty it's it's I don't know and that's what's that's what I love about songwriting it's so <clears throat> it's not you know it's not formulaic it's not logical there's no you know, people say like how do you write songs it's like well I've no idea I don't you know I, I don't know what I'm doing on a guitar I didn't go to any classes I have literally no idea what I'm doing and that's and that's kind of why I love it it's freeing yeah it's, it's freedom and that, that, I think when you, you know when you hear a song and it, it just it gets you you're like I don't know why it got me but it did and that's that's wonderful that's why mm. you know um it's kind of the magic of songwriting. Once, if you know that, you know, then then what's the point? If you you can sit there and write a song, and you know, and I believe me, I've done this with every single songwriter, every you know songwriter in the world. It's just like, oh yeah, that's the that's the kind of thing that will get. And I'm just, I don't know. It's not really. It shouldn't really be something that you use in that. It kind of becomes this kind of thing that isn't quite real. So mm. I don't know. Okay. Well, so what's your process? What are you? How do you go about? building up a song is it a case of you sat with your guitar or is it you get something and then you start from there what what, what do you do um go from start to finish i mean the process has is, is, is changed i've almost gone back to the process that i had when i was 16 because you know i sort of i mean i've written with every single i've, I've written with every single writer in the world you know like um you know i've written with some amazing people and i've written with some awful people but um but, you know it, it's now going back to it it's like right Okay, what what is this? What what am I? I'm not I'm not a piano player. I'm not a guitar player. I'm a singer and I and I write songs. This that's that's it. That's my ability. Okay, and it's kind of just stripping it all back. You know, like um. So since since leaving all you know, those record deals, I sold. I had like seven guitars. I sold all of them. I had loads of keyboards. I sold all of them. I don't want any of it. All I want is my acoustic guitar. And I want to sit there and I want to just write words. I just want to write words, write reams and reams of complete and utter nonsense. And somewhere in that, I will find something. Yeah. You know, so I kind of developed this. Kind of went back to the thing. I was like, I was like, words, you know, and doing all these co-writes, and people would be like, so let's do the lyrics. I was like, I don't even know you. I'm not like, so what's going on in your life? I was like, I mean, it felt like going to the gynecologist every single day of the week. It was, sure. do you know what I mean? It was like, 
I've I've never experienced anything. Just I I, I literally hated it. I literally hated yeah. it. So so now I'm kind of going back. I'm like taking back my my love of of songwriting. I'm like okay, well I love words. I love just like you know writing reams and stuff and going through it and picking out little little words and 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 having a sort of sentiment in your head of what it's about mm. and writing it and some and then. So that, that's more kind of like a lyrical-led song, um, or you have sometimes the, the, the song comes fully formed. You know, suddenly you're just writing and it's you know you kind of you're not even thinking, and suddenly it's like oh my god, it's there, and it's kind of this rush of passion and adrenaline. In less than it's, five minutes, you've yeah, yeah. So, and it's but this is the thing: there's there's no logical format to it, but but which is why for me this this whole kind of like meet at the studio at eleven, we'll write till six, um, with so and so, and the management companies will sort it all out, and it just I'd I'd rather I'd rather not do music than do that truthfully I, wow. I because i lost my passion for music i lost my passion for everything i lost passion for life in all honesty because really? writing songwriting is so important to me that when i lost that it was like well what's the point what's the point mm. you know and um so i you know i'm really these just this year really it has been the first time that i've gone i didn't write a song last year i genuinely was just you know lost in frustration mm. um and anger with 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 record companies and um oh. And now it just feels so, and it's just freedom. Freedom is, is everything because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, people would sort of say, oh, you know, I'm really sorry to hear what happened. I'm like, don't be, it's great. I'm like, I'm finally free to, to find my passion again for writing and mm -hmm. also kind of just find out if I actually am any good at this, you know, because it's, you, you don't even, sometimes I'm like, I didn't, did I even write that song? I don't know. I mean, I, just, I have no emotional attachment to that. It's just like, it doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. Oh, it sounds like that freedom's probably the most important thing to you. I, I either, ha I either have that or I don't have it. It's got to the point now where my relationship with music is so fragile. Um, you know, I'm, I'm terrified of walking into record companies. I'm terrified of anything because it can just go like that. My passion for it can just oh. go because, you know, it's I just it just worries me where 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 it's where it's going. The process of it is just so. I mean, I mean, like authenticity is everything now. I want to write a song that is like. Ter it's terrifying to sing or or to play to someone because it's that real. You're kind of completely exposing yourself. And two or three years ago, if I if I'd have heard myself talking about that, I'd be like, "You pretentious idiot." But it's like, well, if you don't have that authenticity, then the, I don't know what's how is it meant? Because what is the idea of a song? You're meant mm. to try and you know evoke an emotion, emotional reaction mm. in in the listener. And it's like, well, if you didn't have that when you were writing it, then how is there's, no, there's nothing there? It's an empty vessel yeah. of a song. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. just just words no exactly yeah. yeah so it sounds like writing with others has been a challenge in the past yeah i mean when i f i mean i learned um through some amazing people at songwriting um you know I, I learned through i learned with a guy called tim kellett um who you know really great guy brilliant writer um and i wrote, wrote with some really great people um but you know, so I wrote with a woman called Charlie Dawn and a lot of the guys were set up here, and they're like, you know, they 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 truly believe in music. I mean, it was more once I sort of had signed um, my record deal that I was then put with, with certain people that I was just like, this this isn't it. And, mm. and you know, I think um, I've got nothing against songwriting, um, sorry, <laughs> against co-writing rather. It's 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 just not. It doesn't work for me anymore. You know, um, apart from one woman um, called Nikki Holland, who I wrote, but that's but for me. There's there's a difference between co-writing and collaboration. You know, I, for for me, co-writing in in the industry sense of the word means, you know, two management companies set up. You know, you meet at the studio at eleven. You're like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Right, let's. What should we write about? And uh, you know, it, it it literally fills me with utter fear of if someone told me I had to do it tomorrow, I. 
honestly I, I couldn't do it I, wow. it would it just fills me with absolute mm. terror mm. the thought of doing it again um, is that because of the whole you know invasive kind of like tactic of what are you feeling right now How, what's going on in your life yeah it's just it's just the nonsense of it all. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? It's just like the kind of like, needs to be vibey, man. And yeah, it needs to be a hit. Oh, we've got to have a hook. It's got to be like, yeah, yeah. It's got to be, got to get like that kind of radio on hook, like, eh, or this kind of, yeah. I'm just like, are you, I, I know, I, that's fine, but I'm, I'm 24 years old. I don't want to be Rihanna. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's, it's, it's gone past the point of this now. You yeah. know, um, when I first started, it's, it's changed from what I wanted it to what I first thought this was going to be yeah. to something so different and, and I'm, I'm pleased with that I mean I had to go through that I learned learned through some amazing people yeah. but also I think so much of you know developing through the industry is figuring out what you don't want to do mm. and now I know exactly like what, what I want which yeah. is um, which is probably a big part of it it know? sounds like um, the art of songwriting yeah. is really sacred or something it's, it's like that's it's on, on, yeah to yeah. me that, that is everything because yeah. it shouldn't be compromised for the no. hit or the box no. type of production no, I mean like I'm not against selling records I'm not against having a hit but it's how you have that why is that song a hit not because you know it's written with whoever it's it's because it's you know it's, 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 it happened naturally and you know, that those you go back and you listen to like well I don't know. I mean, are these are, are most of these hits nowadays going to be classic songs in twenty years' time? I doubt it. Mm. When well, you go back and you listen, you listen to Neil Young, Neil Young record, or you listen to anything, you're like, they didn't. They, this wasn't in a co-writing situation set up by two major record labels. That's it's like, true. Yeah. it's just, I'm just, I'm terrified of where where it's going. Yeah. To the point that I didn't want to be part of it for a long mm. time until this year has been, you know, the first time that I've kind of gone right. Okay, I'm. I wrote, I wrote a song. I was like, "This is this is real." I kind of got that warm feeling that I had like five years ago, mm. which was the last time that before the madness started. Mm. So, um, yeah. so, so, what songs do you think encompass what you're trying to do, or what artist in the past has done what you're, you're trying to do now, to where you're trying to forget about the hits and mm. focus on the arts of 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 the songwriting? Mm-hmm. For the last few years, I've been trying to sort of be a soul singer and kind of got so wrapped up in this kind of this thing of being a soul singer because you know I'd been rejected by every record company three or four times because they were like oh well you know you can't can't be that because you know Paolo's doing it or, or James Morrison's doing it or James Blunt and all of this kind of singer songwriting stuff so I sort of found my niche I was like right I'm a soul singer I've got this kind of thing and I love going you know, went back to sort of like hip-hop and all this all this kind of stuff and I was like right that's my niche I've got to got to do that and um, you know, I do. I love song music. With it's, it's an amazing thing. But for me, I, when I started this, I just I want to be a singer songwriter in, in the truest sense of, mm. of the word, I guess. So, you know, going back to like Neil Young and uh, and just just Dylan. I mean, the obvious, I mean, the obvious ones. Um, you know, but it's like there was such an element of truth in their songwriting. And um, I guess just trying to trying to grasp that. I mean, I mean James Taylor and Joni Mitchell and all. It's just it's just when. It was just you know those songs were like they live or die by them, mm. you know, and that that's kind of how much I think to not put that amount of effort into the into the process is it's almost dishonest. I mean, wh- why would anyone want to buy it? Mm. I don't understand. That. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's just a, I guess it brings a good feeling, and people are just chasing a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. that's that. Yeah. But but putting that, I mean, I think kind of look at you know because I mean I've been in this sort of seven years now, and I'm you know friends that are doctors now and all this kind of thing. I'm like okay, what what have I learned? And I, I kind of literally been asking asking that this year, and it's like, well, 
hopefully hopefully what i've what i've learned is is how to take transfer that kind of emotion and put it in into a song i mean that's kind of what songwriting is meant to mm. be so are you solely writing songs for yourself at the moment you're not thinking I'm just going to write something and maybe it'd be better suited for somebody else? No, I mean, um, not at all. I mm-hmm. did. I, I can only write for myself yeah. now. I mean, okay. um, I mean, I, I sound all very serious right now. I mean, there's another side of me when I put my pop hat on and I love writing songs with, you know, with other people because it's just, it is a really fun process. That's the thing. Like, if it's not for me as an artist, then um, I kind of, com- I'm completely contradicting myself. I quite love, I, I love going going on the other side and, and, Trying to maybe sort of you know a younger artist doesn't hasn't quite found their direction yet and, and say okay well you know what what who are you what do you want to do and try and guide them through it because I just wouldn't want anyone to go through what I've been through in mm. this industry I just I really don't because it's you know I, I sort of see you know these kind of like these young singer songwriters at acoustic nights and they're so kind of just like they're like oh this is so amazing I'm just like okay just please hold on to that passion with everything yeah. you've got because I just wouldn't want them to lose it and. Yeah. So I would love, to, I'd love one day to to, to write with to write with people, but only pe- only artists that I'd sort of either found myself or found that I truly was like, wow, they they have an exceptional songwriting talent, rather than kind of like, oh yeah, you know, this this could be, this could be worldwide. This it's could like be huge, true you know, connections, so. basically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, saying that, I still like clean to Justin Bieber, so you know, it's not you know, it's sure. not all serious. Sure. <laughs> so now you're kind of like in this freedom. Yeah. How how does pursuing that freedom go? Is is are you? What do you do to try and hold on to that freedom within your songwriting? Are you thinking, oh, I definitely can't do this kind of chord progression, or I can't use these certain words because that means I'm going too much like somebody I'm not. And it's sure. like basically, I'm trying to all of the sort of thoughts you just had. I'm trying to literally put them over there and just write. You know, there's there's. No can, boundaries. At yeah, all. you can be, become so overanalytical. Like I became, I found because I kept myself in this kind of niche. I was like, well, this is this is what I do, and this is you know, and I've got to have it here, and all this kind of stuff. And suddenly, it's just like, okay, literally, just take completely, just free your mind in 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 a writing sense. Just write what if if you want to write it, and if you and if you sing it, and you you like it, then do it. Mm. There's um. There are no rules to songwriting, and that's that's what I'm sort of saying to the singers. Like, well, what makes a great song? I don't know. Like, there's no rules. There's not. There's nothing. Mm. Why is anything good? Um, yeah. So, how do you feel about the music you have pu- produced in the last three years that you've put out? Uh, honestly. Yeah, go for it. Um, complete ashamed. Uh huh. Um, because I di- I didn't. You know, I wish I'd stood up for what I believed in more. Um, you know, and I'm so I'm so so thankful that um, the record never came out. You know, because publicly I still have a clean slate, uh, pretty much. You know, and that, you know, there's, there's I mean, the, the hardest thing of the, the past three three years to grasp was basically like a song called "Protect Me" that was kind of became the lead single. I wrote as a joke, um, genuinely. I mean, you know, when when that Duffy song came out, uh, "Mercy," you know, it's, it's a good pop song. I was just like. I was literally at the point, you know, I was running out of money um, from, from my publishing deal, and I was like, right, I, I need to get a record, I, I, you know, I need to, to progress this, and I'm just like, I'm having no luck here, so I was like, screw it, I'll just write a sort of happy-go-lucky pop song, and I was listening, you know, it, it was half a joke, half, because I was listening to a lot of, like, this, um, Steve Winwood and, you know, Spencer Davis group and all that kind of thing, I was just like, going back to that kind of 60s beat music, and, um, but wrote the song, not really knowing knowing what it was, and kind of got convinced to record it, and 
somehow it ended up getting sent off to someone in New York and suddenly I was like sat in a room going oh, this isn't how it's meant to be this is I didn't want to get a record deal like this <laughs> so um you know, there were there were songs on that record that um that I love, but the production you know was, was completely not right. But I'm glad now that you know I can I got my record back, so I can take those songs that I truly love and and hold on to them because if I'd have lost those, I just don't it, it would have killed me because those those songs that I know of everything and it's bizarre because it, it obviously works because they were they were the songs that people said oh, I really you know connect with that I really love that song rather than going oh yeah that's that's a that's a cool song that could that could work on radio or whatever you know mm. um so yeah i'm just i'm just glad that i got it back really that like, mm. i still have the freedom to make i mean it, it's kind of i'm sort of sitting there a lot of the time going i'm in disbelief that i'm still writing the first record like seven years in but you know you can look at it two ways you can go oh i mean how how have i got how has it <laughs> got to this point or you can go this is an amazing opportunity um you know that, that a lot of people don't get you know, to to truly put out the record that I believe in. At least, if like for me, people say like, "Well, what is success now?" When I first started this, I was like, "I want to sell four million records," and then you know, and then and then more, and it was all it was all it was all you know, record sales. And I was like, you can't control record sales. I mean, for me, success is to make a record that you truly love, and 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 then, and you you kind of like hope for the best. Like, I I I will work harder than anyone, um, you know, to to play this record to to people that that love it, and and that's that. But it's this whole thing of compromise, you know. It's, I think, but if you're if you're willing to compromise on the product, the record, I guess, um, then the kind of the whole thing didn't feel right. You know, mm. I, I remember having meetings, sort of saying, basically, the, the fact that Protect Me was on this record, um, and it was therefore going to be the the first single. I basically gave up. I was just like, well, I hate this, and therefore I kind of hate myself for putting my name to it. And it was just all right. And it, but then, so then it was like, well, screw it. I'll go for. Wait for the pop side because I had these meetings. They were like, "Well, you know, you're gonna, um, you know, why, why are you so sort of anal about, you know, getting getting the record totally right and all the songs and stuff? It's like, you know, you'll be playing arenas um, to you know to thousands of people and and uh, you know all these sort of musicians. They won't. And I was like, you know, the sort of dangle the pop carrot. And I was like, yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. You know, kind of tried to convince myself that I was, you know, I was into it. And suddenly I've sort of now I'm I'm free of it and I've got a, I've had some time away from it. I've sort of managed to get some perspective on. It. I suddenly realised like. If I was now playing to you know Brixton Academy or whatever, to like to six thousand people singing "Protect Me," I would hate myself. <laughs> they paid good money to see me sing a song that I despise, and it it was it was just it was when people come up to me and it's like I almost when people were like "Protect Me," didn't really get it. I'm like, thank you, okay, you you know something about music. I I couldn't believe that people were like, yeah, this song's great. I'm like, but it's not. Like I it, I couldn't believe it. It genuinely it just I just I just lost the plot basically. Sure. So uh, yeah. <laughs> So your your current situation, are you looking for a record deal again? Is that something? Uh, right now, no. God no. no. I can't yeah. imagine anything worse. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm just basically just writing. I'm gonna make make the record myself. Okay. You know, um, find a. Pr- I've got you know I've got um, friends um, and things now. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean I you know I've got I mean, I mean they spent such a hideous amount of money on making such a terrible record it, it baffles me you know the way the way major labels work i mean they sent me to new york for a weekend to, to work with a vocal coach i mean it's just like who is running i mean pe- they, people sort of say oh you know like there's no money left it's like well there clearly is i mean we'll stop spend like stop spending it on sending me to new york for that the reason it's just like you know and I, it was great going i had a great time obviously but it was like you could you could be spending this on <laughs> you know like putting the record out mm. um it was just mad saying that major labels do work when you know if you're if you are a jesse j or you are a um 
Ellie Goulding, whoever, if you are a priority, then yeah, there's no question. Once you, once you, that machine can work and can push that record. But, but for me, you know, and I would, I would love to be in that position one day, but I'm not willing to compromise on a record. I just want to make the record, you know, by myself without you know, managers, without uh, major labels, without anyone sort of telling me, you know, like we need to make it more modern. We need to like, you know, it, they were so obsessed with trying to get me on Radio One. It was just, it was, it was, it was almost funny. It was like, oh, you know, I think if we wear if we wear black shoes rather than brown shoes, this this whole campaign will come together. All right, it was it was mind-boggling, literally mind-boggling. So, um, and it's just not rocket science what I'm trying to do. You know, you have like, you you have a studio with 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 nice, um, you know, old equipment. You get some great musicians in a room. You press record. You have you fun. You do three takes. You have fun. Yeah. You, you know, and then and then you you and then you sing over it, and it's it's not that difficult. You know. Um, people make it into sort of like it's you know like it's heart surgery it's really not for, for what I'm trying to do you know mm. um, so that's basically I just wanted to take take myself completely away from it make a record that I'm at least you know that I'm happy with mm. for me you know that's that that has been successful at, at the moment and then and then go into the madness again yeah, so once you've got kind of like the product like you yeah. say then you'll take that to people and say, yeah. "Who wants to work with this?" Well, yeah, I mean, to, I mean, then I'm also, I mean, I'm basically just terrified of handing control over to anyone. So it's um, about because control, you know, this yeah. this really is, this is it. I mean, I've been, I've been, it's almost, you know, I've been studying <laughs> for sort of seven years, and now it's like, right, this is kind of time to write my thesis. So yeah, so make this record, and then you know, I'll probably hopefully put out an EP and um and just just get the ball rolling. So it's not. So it's not like you know you, you go to another label, whether it's major or independent, and just be like. So you're not handing handing over, going right, do whatever you want with me, you know. So it, it, I want to do it. So it's like right, the ball is rolling. This is you can. Do you want to help me get to where? Because this is this is already moving, mm. you know. Um, rather than sort of say, right, well you have you know complete control of me. You can tell me how to make my record and, and tell me how to dress and all. It's I, I I mean I don't have the patience for it. I mm. really don't. It's it's kind of laughable. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a bad experience. For um, you. It was, but it's yeah. great. I mean, I'm so happy that I had it because I will never ever let anything get in the way of what I'm trying to do now. And sure. and um, so many times I had these conversations. I just because at the, at the time I didn't have um, the sort of the weight of experience to say I know you're wrong. Because all the time I sort of had a feeling that these these people were were slowly ruining my career, but I didn't. I wasn't sure. But but obviously now I'm like okay well I was right so I have validation now I'm like okay well you, we either do it like this or I'm not doing it because I'm out I don't I have nothing to lose. I don't dig, I don't give a shit anymore I really don't hmm. so it's like you know and it's too important for me I'd rather I'd rather walk away from this with my love for music intact rather than you know be you know selling out arenas with songs like <laughs> it's just I don't think it would be a very nice hmm. nice way to to live sure. your life really. No, I, I think I understand you. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I relate a lot to you in a way because when I was like nine years old, my mum pushed me to play guitar mm. and I didn't want, didn't want to do it at yeah. all. And then like a few years later, I was like, actually, I kind of like playing the guitar. That's just, I mean, I think like, with anything, it's, it's like weird. you've got to be, you've got to want to do something. Well, there's just, there's no point. You've, you've got to be passionate about anything you do. And I think I've always been a person that's very much all or nothing. Mm. And, um, you know, and sometimes it can be a nightmare, but... But it kind of you know, it drives you to if you're going to do something, then you you, you do it all the way. You know, mm. there's, there's no, and I, I want to make a record that reflects that. Have you started? Have you put some pieces together? Have you written some songs already? Oh God, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, the okay. record's pretty much there. Too. Oh, I mean, it is. There's okay. probably there's yeah, probably sure. like 
four, probably four, maybe five songs off the last record, okay. uh, which I sort of wrote um, either by myself or with, with Nikki, um, yeah. this woman in, in, in New York who's incredible. Yeah. And um, I mean, so, so with Nikki, it's kind of, for me, that's like collaboration because it's like, you know, I went over to New York and, um, you know, the first, the first day we just hung out and we went, we went to a diner and just like, and I was like, she's like the, like, slightly older female version of myself. And, you know, it kind of, we, we, we sort of, and it became a friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, very quickly, I was like, I have a really amazing personal connection. Her family, um, you know, are amazing. And I sort of stayed at their house That's and nice. it was just like, and it was just like, just felt like fun. I didn't feel like a job and it, it shouldn't do. It, didn't, it like, sounds like it wasn't really boxed into that 11 to 6, like you were saying. No, no, it was no, just no, like, no, this no. is life. Yeah, and like, and, and she is as kind of um, neurotic as I am in, in, w- w- with songwriting. It's like, she'll like sort of call up and say like, you have to change like the way you say this to that. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's just like, but I love people that care. I love people that care that much. Mm. I mean, the people that I wrote, you know, the, the, the singles with, Sony, like when when I heard that um that I got dropped, they they were just they were literally like, well, can we have the songs back? I was just like, right, okay. God, I mean, it's just people, yeah, you know. It's and I when I first got onto this, I, I remember I I'd only met really nice people, and then suddenly, you suddenly you see the real the real side of people, and mm-hmm. um, but I don't, I don't think that's just the music industry. That's mm-hmm. that's just the world. I mean, that's. So, this record that you've just written, or yeah. that you're in the process of. Mm-hmm. What are you writing about? What have the songs been talking about? <sighs> um, I mean, I kind of want a record to, to go through every single um, kind of range of emotion, I guess. Because um, I kind of, yeah, feel like I've yeah, learned, so, learned so much and, and wasted a lot of time and, and, and you know, done... So basically, just want to want to kind of get it all out. So I'm just yeah. like, right, this is off my chest, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely, I mean, written about... Uh, obviously love about written about but then I've obviously written about frustration written about about anger I've written about um you know trying to trying to figure out you know like creativity is is a pretty scary thing when you start mixing it um you know you give, give a 21 year old kid too much money in a room to sit in he will lose his mind um you know which is kind of what happened to me uh. um you know and I'm glad I didn't and I'm, I'm much stronger for it but it's so I guess writing a lot about about that and trying to figure out um you know who you are because I think writing a record and and all that when you're that young is a huge amount of pressure. You're like, so what do you want to write about? You're like, don't know. Right now, I just want to get drunk and like hang out with girls. Like, whereas now it's 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 a very different thing, you know. Mm. Um, Sounds serious this time. Yeah, I mean, not all serious. I mean, you know, it's like it's that's the thing. I don't want. I wouldn't want to make a record that's like so depressing and sort of. I think there's you know, there's elements of everything. I want. I just want to make a record that's a whole range. I'm like, right. Well, this is basically what I've been doing with my life. Um, you know, whether it goes anywhere, we'll see. Mm. Um, it better though. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I really hope it does. It sounds like you've really kind of pulled yourself out of a massive situation. Yeah, and you're really making something for yourself, and yeah. it sounds very almost organic and authentic of yourself. Which yeah. is, but there's kind of nothing left else left to do. Okay. do you know I mean, there's, there's no like, I don't have any energy to sort of go and write with big songwriters and try and have another hit. And I don't mm. know, like, there's only one thing left to do, and that's be completely authentic. And every single aspect of it yeah. and whoever works for me I will literally ruin their lives because I will be so neurotic about every single detail but because it's like well you know people in the music industry are so kind of laissez-faire about everything they're just like yeah man it's cool it's like no it's not because my life is on the line here so it's like we have to get this completely right or or not you know and I sort of I gave into that kind of like that musician lifestyle you know sort of like get up at 12 and 
like have a spliff and just hang out and I'm just like no like <laughs> it's just it like taking you, you mentioned at school you were working hard and things and this time around it sounds like you again you want to work hard it just sounds yeah like totally I mean I've been dying to work hard for so long and I was just mm. sort of but I kind of was waiting for so long it just got to the point where I sort of and then, and then didn't believe in my record and then I was like do I really want to do this do I even like music am I really a musician I'm even a song like what what on mm. earth am I doing in life and then trying to figure out who you are and it just basically sort of um, I sort of imploded really um, but uh, I'm glad I did I mean it's understandable I'm glad I'm so much happy that it, it happened you know it kind of in, in, in the privacy of without you know without being exposed and it being in it being in the public eye or whatever do you have you have I mean are you going to be releasing singles from the album and would you say there are definitely songs that are I don't want to say stronger, but like, yeah, because it sounds like, yeah, definitely. The, I mean, there's, the I think there's, there's a kind yeah, of no, bad totally. word I mean, having a hit is this is, I want to have a hit in the, in the traditional sense of the word, yeah. I mean, it's, I think, I think, yeah, there are definitely songs that, that work on, on radio better than others, yeah. Um, but that's kind of what it should be. I think, like, this whole for me, I want to write an album. I think, I mean, I know albums don't really exist anymore, um, you know, in terms of you know, with, with iTunes and, and you know, sort of the physical thing, but I think. You look at a lot of records now, and you know you have your your one single or two or three if, if you're really lucky. But then all the other songs, because they're written in that same environment, they're all like failed single attempts. Do you mean so that there's the, the, there's the whole concept of writing an album song has kind of died? Um, I mean in in the pop sense anyway. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just want to write you know, that there are songs that I'm like that would there'd be a terrible single, but it's I you know I love it as a song. I think it's a great song and it it works. For, for for there, mm. um, so yeah, that's that's kind of. Mm. Right. There, there are definitely songs that I think would would work better. Okay. Um, and, I, and I think if a song is like, you know, kind of special, like rather than just like, oh yeah, it's it's hooky, it's it's catchy, or whatever. I think you know, if it's um, a song can be special. And they're 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 the, they are the songs that, that nowadays you know that, that come around every once in a while, and they're like they will they will be remembered in ten twenty years, mm. which is kind of what should be the, the aim. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for chatting with us. No, no it's, pleasure. It sounds like you've almost got a lot off your chest just in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I haven't even started, but um, <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I've got, yeah, I just can't wait to, to put this out, really, and just and yeah. start being like, right, well, it was worth it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, thank you so much. No, pleasure. Thank Cheers. you for having me. You know, you don't find many people who are going to be that honest to talk about the music industry in the way that Murray just did. I think it's probably one of my favourite interviews because he had so much to say and it was just so easy for him to say it and he, you don't see people being that open and honest about their experiences and, and he wants to share that. Well, that's our podcast for today. See you next time.